On this episode, we talk about one of the most promising developments in the realm of marketing videos. It's called personalized videos. And we're going to get granular and do an anatomy of how to make a successful one. The video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the definitive video marketing podcast where we discuss the world of videos for marketing and business purposes. I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo, and I'm joined, as always, by my colleague, Brendan Carty, Director of Creative Content. And today we have a special guest, our colleague, uh, Jan Lohm, CEO of ThinkMojo. Today's episode we are going to revisit a topic that we talked about earlier this year, the topic of personalized videos. This is such an important topic because personalized videos over the last year have really started to come into their own. And they have exhibited, those companies that have used personalized videos have found that the conversion rates are sometimes 10 to 15 times what just a regular marketing video used to uh, yield them. That is an enormous, enormous amount. And so anybody who is thinking of using video should consider the ROI of the investment they're making in video. And if a personalized video can return up to a tenfold return on investment, then that's something that should be considered. So let's jump right into the episode with Brendan and Jan and start talking about the anatomy of how to make a successful personalized video. I want to introduce Brendan and Jan, who uh, are my colleagues at ThinkMojo, and we're going to dive right into the topic of personalized videos and that get-under-the-fingernail type of um, uh, discussion of really what makes one uh, makes a successful uh, personalized video. So, per- Brendan, perhaps you could start off with, you know, maybe define what a personalized video is, because... You know, we hear the word personalized and we hear the word video, but those two things don't necessarily jive in most people's minds. Yeah, so a personalized video is any video that leverages the raw data of the viewer and somehow incorporates that into the video itself. So, for example, uh, if you are watching a video, you would see, uh, you know, one version, everybody sees the same version no matter where you're, you're viewing it. But a personalized video, you would see your information, maybe your name uh, appearing on like a coffee mug or your, your image appearing on a screen. And the way that they do this is basically capturing data from third party sources. Maybe it's your LinkedIn page or maybe it's some, you know, some other, um, acquisition, data acquisition software. And the producers are able to, uh, do it and su- film the video in such a way that those pieces of data appear naturally throughout the video, and everybody who gets the the receives the video and watches it gets a slightly different version. So you know, it's the production is is essentially the same. It's not like in you don't get an alternate ending. You know, it's not like one video the the car will crash and another one the car will not. Everything will happen the same way, but the details within the video will be personalized to you. So, so Jan, what type of businesses would actually benefit from that type of uh, marketing video? 
Well, really, uh, if you think about it, any business really, whether it's B two C or B two B, any you know, anyone who's making video right now, basically, I really see the personalized video as a next step into uh, uh, video in to some extent, where instead of being this like strictly one way communication tools, and it's it's still one way with personalized, but in a way that's uh, a little bit more um, engaging, really. Um, <clears throat> that said, I think. Consumers are maybe a little bit more used to seeing things like this, you know, a little bit more inter- interactivity. Uh, so I think um, when you do it in, in a you know B two B industry, this is where we're, where things can really stand out because uh, marketers, you know, uh, industry professionals are not necessarily used to seeing uh, those types of videos or or technology. So um, I think it's going to grab attention a little bit uh, uh, more. Uh, and give you the chance to stand out a little bit more. Uh, you know, marketers are, or industry professionals are used to getting uh, uh, marketing, uh, emailing, or promotion or anything, just like everybody else. Uh, but but usually B2B tends to be a little bit more dry. And uh, if, if there's a way for you to uh, get your message out there in a way that's a little bit more, I guess, different from what you're used to seeing, then that uh, you so, get a better shot. So, you know, one of the things that uh, business marketers are always talking about is conversions and return on investment. And I think that's one of the things that personalized videos have shown this year. I mean, this is a year where they have sort of, it's their rookie year, essentially. And we've heard reports, and I think um, Think Mojo has a number of clients that we've done personalized videos for that they've gotten like tenfold in terms of their conversions. Yeah, and I think that that's yeah. a, um, you yeah, know, the story behind that is, is, you know, you as much as you want to analyze those numbers and think, like, oh, why is that happening? I think that you know, at deep down, it's just very shallow, to, so to speak. You know, it's it's all vain uh, vanity. People love seeing themselves; they love seeing their uh, themselves reflected. And I think that uh, in every every marketing piece, right, no matter what it is, whether it's a, a video, a blog post, you always want to address find a way to really address the viewer and let them know that you're talking to them and so much you know market research is done about trying to identify all the different personas you know i'm sure everyone has seen all of these these decks that marketing departments create about you know who is your consumer and personalized video just slashes that completely i mean it it just goes straight to it i mean you just you can you cut through all the work and just basically put the person's face and name in the video and right away they know you are literally talking to them and that's that's really it it's just it's that hook that keeps people engaged and that may uh wear off over time you know as uh, and but you know as as it personalized videos become more popular i think the techniques uh for making them will become more nuanced uh, and and the bar will be raised but as of right now, and, and I think for you know the next couple of years, just the fact of having their information placed in meaningful spots throughout the video is such a compelling draw for people. Well, I just you got to be careful, I guess, uh, if you're going to use a photo of somebody that you better use the right one. Because <laughs> I can true. tell you that when my wife says, "Do not upload that photo to Facebook or else," well, I know is, that this um, is the else. Yeah, 
And that's probably that's one a, of the dangers. I mean, if there's if there are dangers, it's it's probably one of them. So you gotta make sure that whatever data you've got, it's uh, it's reliable because you don't want to make that mistake, you know, in the video. Uh, so watch out for that. Yeah, and there's also the creepy factor too. And I think that this is why to go back to the the previous question, what type of business would benefit most? You know, you you want to be sure that you're not rubbing people the wrong way and and you're not you also you're not using too much of their data um because you want people to know that you're talking to them but you also don't want them to feel like they know everything about you and it, it's just it's sort of like you know a stranger comes up to you on the street and you know says hi joel hi Jan. like who are you how do you know that so there's a fine line to walk and those are th- those are things to be aware of but when done let's let's say personalized video done tastefully i think can be uh extremely effective well that's a done tastefully that's i like that one so that's what we do i think we do it tastefully (laughs) well let's talk about a tasteful video that uh you did for a company called reltio and uh we just won uh, vidyard's um what was the official title of the award the viewtopia Um, the viewtopia the viewtopia best personalized video of 2016. So maybe tell me about that experience. Yeah, maybe Brennan, you want to talk about the, I guess, the overall message and I can uh, tackle some of the technical aspects. Yeah. So the, uh, it, it's, it was very interesting with, with Reltio because their, uh, product is all about personalized data. I mean, they, they basically, um, they're all about collecting data for, uh, companies and, putting it in a way that you know everyone in the company can use so it's it's sort of you know the smart collection and distribution of your company's data so using a personalized video just made a lot of sense for them it really dovetailed with their message because personalized video in a way was the perfect illustration of what they already do so it was it just worked on on multiple levels so i mean when you think of what type of business would benefit i mean that it was just a perfect storm for them. So what we did was we, we created the story in a way that uh, was was very wink-wink to the audience where you know, we were talking about how they need the power of you know personalized data in their own day-to-day business lives while we're showing them personalized data uh, in the video itself. So uh, not all of the messages in, in a personalized video will, will line up exactly that way. But this one did, and I think that was part of the reason that people found it so compelling. That's right. And I think what was really great uh, for ThinkMojo is that it was really the first, uh, our first attempt or opportunity to um, add creating a personalized video. So we got to play around with the technology, uh, get our creative juices going a little bit. Uh, and I guess in the end, it turned out pretty well since we got an award um, uh, out of it. It's always great to hit a home run that first time that you're at bat. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, <laughs> there have been a lot of uh, suspect major leaguers though that have began their careers with home runs and then uh, didn't do much. So hopefully, we can avoid that fate. Oh, well, we won Rookie of the Year, so uh, we there need you, a good sophomore year now. There you go. There well, you this go. is a, <laughs> this is a good time to go to a, a little break, and when we get back uh, in the second part of the podcast, we're going to get really, really granular and talk about you know really what are the things that make a successful personalized video from the perspective of the client, what they should be prepared for, and obviously on the production side. Imagine you're watching a marketing video and you see your name appear on screen, your company logo on a coffee mug, your LinkedIn picture on the wall. It's not a gimmick. 
It's personalized video, and it's changing the way you engage your audience, one member at a time. For more info, visit thinkmojo.com forward slash make it personal. ThinkMojo, smart video for modern business. Okay, so we're back and we're talking about personalized videos and the anatomy of how to make a successful one. And I wanted to talk, actually, I'm going to start with you, Brendan, because almost any good video starts with a good script. So is writing a script for a personalized video different than writing a script for just a regular marketing video? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have to... You have to keep in mind. Uh, well, first of all, when, whenever you write a video, you have to be aware of what the production scope is, right? I mean, you can't. There's a difference between writing something that uh, is going to be filmed at one location versus, you know, something that's going to be, you know, filmed over the course of, uh, you know, several time zones and, and several weeks, like like a you know a film level. So you don't want to write beyond the scope, and you also want to take advantage of everything that the production offers you, whether it's the physical space or the style of, of shoot. So that's a long introduction, but you know, personalized video is one of those tools that you have. So you want to make sure that the script is written in a way that really gets the most out of the personalized element. And so you want the script to really set up those moments where you can introduce personalized data. And, you know, that's just, that that's just how you construct the scene, but you also want Ideally, the message, you know, the, the lines of the, whether it's through an actor or a voiceover, you want those to also, uh, set those moments up as well. So, you know, like in, in the Relteo example, sometimes it was like a little bit of a wink, wink, you know, it, it, uh, played off of what we assume was going to be the reaction when the viewer sees their information up there. Uh, but, you know, it's not, you could, you know, you could make a video and just throw personal, like you can write a video just like you would any other, and then just throw personalized data onto the screen. I mean, I guess that's one way of doing it. But I think in order to really maximize the impact, your video, your whole video will be tailored around that personalized element. And I think that, that that's how the those moments will really land that much more effectively in the mind of the viewer. Well, how soon should you introduce a personalized aspect? You know, is it five seconds, 10 seconds into it? Uh, I mean, if you do it too early, you sort of, it may seem too creepy. If you do it too late, <laughs> yeah. they may have already turned off the video. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Jan? I mean, I always think like as soon as possible, but I think that's a good point. Like you don't want to lead with the person's face. You know, you don't want, to, you don't want the opening frame to be, you know, like, like you're looking in a mirror. Although now that I say that, that kind of sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That is the creepy personalized video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would suck though if they got your picture from like a LinkedIn and, and your LinkedIn picture is all like fuzzy, you know, like it would just look like the video sucks. But yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I think as soon as possible, but as as soon as possible slash within reason. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's I mean, a number for you. Grab the attention, right? I mean, usually we know that we've got super short attention spans now. So within the first five to eight seconds, you know, it'd be great if you can uh, put that uh, personalization item so that you can grab their attention and, and have them keep on watching. Uh, that, that's really the goal. Um, and then to, to go back to what one thing you were saying, Brendan, I thought was really interesting. Um, it is really key to uh, think of the video, the script with personalization from the ground up, because otherwise, if you just like, um, 
you know, throw personalization features on top of a video that wasn't meant for that. Uh, maybe you're going to get at attention for the first few seconds, but it's going to be really gimmicky. And then you run the risk of having the audience just focusing on, uh, on that as opposed to the ex actual message. That's, yeah. Uh, that's so that's why you have to yeah. really, really think about the script. Yeah. yeah. You don't want, yeah, exactly. You don't want people watching the video only because like, Oh, when's my name going to appear next? Like you want it to be tied into the message of the video because in the end, it is the, if it's a marketing video, the purpose is to market something, to promote something, to sell something, to get a message across. So you want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's sort of like 3D, you know, like what, what makes a good 3D movie? It's like, well, as if the elements of the 3D elements, you know, are interacting with the plot and enhancing those big moments of, of the plot, then it works. But if, you know, stuff is just flying at you when you're walking, you know, when a character is walking down the street for no reason, then it just becomes a distraction. Exactly. Well, what kind of, you know, from the client's perspective now, what kind of things does a client need to prepare um, in order to create a personalized video? What, what are the best type of uh, data that they can they can use? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think data is definitely the number one uh, uh, consideration that they should make uh, when thinking of a personalized video. Uh, typically, you know, you're gonna be looking at uh, name of the uh, your audience, email address, company name, uh, company logo, maybe. Uh, there's ways to get uh, profile pictures from LinkedIn, for example. Those are the core. Uh, it, that's the core data set that uh, can be used for those types of videos. And ideally, you wanna. Uh, you know, come up with an idea that where it actually makes sense to use um, those data points. Um, otherwise, there's really no point, I guess. Well, Brendan, Brendan, let me uh, go back to the writing part a little bit. What what do you think is the most important item that makes this type of video work? I think finding a way, it, kind of, kind of what we were saying before, like finding a way to make the personalization part of your brand. You know, like it shouldn't just be, yeah, it's, think of it like a, a celebrity endorser, right? If you have a brand, let's say for uh, you're selling athletic shoes, like you want your spokesperson to be an athlete, like someone who it makes sense that they would be promoting your brand. You wouldn't want Lady Gaga, you know, to be promoting football cleats. You know, it just doesn't, it's just, like something, well, maybe you would actually. Maybe, maybe I don't like, know. That could be a cool one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm checking myself. Every time I say something that's supposed to be stupid, it, it comes out and it sounds fantastic. So, but that, you know what I mean though? Like you don't want to get somebody who just, whose persona does not match, you know, the, uh, the message that you're, that you're trying to put together. So I think that's, that's really the, the, um, the, the most important thing is finding a way to create this sort of holistic experience where the, and Jan said, you, know, you don't want it to be gimmicky. I think that's exactly right. Like that's what you want to avoid. Don't look at this as just another gimmick to get people's attention. Look at it as another tool to help enhance your message. That's good. One yes. thing to think about as well, you know, when you come up with a script is, and it's true to any video really, but it's where is this video going to be watched? You know, is that going to be on a landing page, uh, on a download follow-up or an emailing campaign? Because that that plays into what's going to be effective or not. Well, what do you think is uh, – how are people generally using personalized videos? Uh, because even if you embed it in an email, it will not play in the uh, in the email player. It's going to play on, on some hosting site, you know. So um, 
at some point it's going to sit on a landing page or something like that. So is it embedded into a email the most effective way of getting this out there? Well, I think right now what, what you're seeing is uh, one, the way that it's most often being used is it'll be like a, a, a subpage on, on your, your website. So, you know, you'll, you'll click on, uh, I don't know what, maybe it's a, uh, you know, learn more, whatever it is. And, and they'll, there'll be actually a turnstile screen where they'll ask you like, Hey, do you want to see this, uh, you know, this great personalized video? And, and you'll offer some of, uh, you know, basic, your, just your name or your email address or something. And then, then they'll email it to you. And then you watch it there. But I think that's sort of the, uh, you know, that's like the ground level. That's as, as, as personalized video is just really being introduced. I think what you're going to see next is just those direct, uh, those direct emails, uh, so that, you know, you get it without having to, you know, go through another step. Uh, but as, as of now, I mean, to go through the, uh, to, to re- refer back to what we were saying before about that creepy factor, I think that, you know, there, there is a risk. And I think the, before personalized video is really known or widely known and accepted uh, and understood, you do want to have some sort of pre-qualified uh, viewer so that you're not just seeing, you know, something out of nowhere that has like your face all over it. Um, I think we're going there and we're going to get there, but, you know, viewers may not be ready for that yet. So having some sort of reason to get in touch with them first, like if assuming if you're emailing them, then you're, they're on some sort of, uh, uh, email list of yours, then that, you know, that's yeah, so a this way isn't to the top it. of the, this really isn't the top of the funnel, um, type of video, marketing funnel not, type of video. This is, I mean, not yet. Well, Jan, what do you think? I mean, I, I think not yet, but I think it will be. Yeah, I definitely think it would be, um, you know, definitely B2C and even B2B. I think there's, uh, there's, you know, if you can find some creative ways to, uh, to introduce, you know, your, your, your video, I think it could strike pretty hard, you know, on, uh, have a pretty big impact. On the traffic. Well, well, talking about impact, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot on this podcast, um, and one of the keys to a successful video marketing campaign is the the thumbnail. So, is there a different type of thumbnail that you would want to use for a personalized video? Something that's probably got to grab their attention immediately because that's the whole point of it. Yeah, I think. That's yeah, I be... think uh, I... Go ahead, Brennan. I was going to say, I think that I think that's a challenge. To, uh, I mean, right off the bat, you think, oh, well, you'd want to get something with their, their name in the video. But I think that would be a challenge from a technical standpoint because, uh, you wouldn't be able to acquire their, uh, their information in time to sort of, um, incorporate it into the thumbnail. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I think that as far as I understand that the technology, uh, on the thumbnail side, I don't think that would be possible. Jan, is is that about right? Yeah, it would be um, pretty tricky to actually do it on the actual thumbnail, but there may be ways to to sort of mimic that or get close to that in the email uh, because you can use um, you know dynamic typography and put it on top of a an image or a background. Right. Image. So, yeah. so there's things you could do, but it's 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 a little technical. So in terms of uh, the length of a, in, in terms of the length of a video, a uh, personalized video, does it make a difference? Are the rules here a little different? Do you have more leeway in terms of making it a little bit longer or should you actually make it shorter? Well, I think that you, you do have more leeway uh, just because you always have more leeway if your content is engaging. You know, like we always say, 
shorter is better, but that's with a caveat. You know, like some of the best videos are, you know, upwards of three three minutes or so long. But there just has to be some sort of hook that really keeps you engaged. And certainly personalized information on screen is qualifies as something that would keep you engaged. But you wanna you wanna issue that with a warning. You know, don't don't think that this is guaranteed. Like Jan said, you have to be you have to use the personalized information effectively. Otherwise people will get tired of it. And you know, you may in the end it may backfire on you where you think you assume people's interest because you've simply just thrown their faces up there, their names or their companies or whatever. Uh, and, but after 30 seconds, if you're not giving them any information, if you're not, if you're not conveying your message in a clear, concise, compelling way, you know, that I, I think that you'll, you'll run out of the goodwill you generated or the interest anyway you generated with the personalized information and you'll just be, you'll end up right where you would be if you had essentially, you know, a subpar video. Yeah, so essentially, you know, pay attention to the message. Don't uh, don't get too hung up on the uh, the love of the technology. Yeah, exactly. It's not a panacea, you know. Like it's a tool, but it's not going to it's not going to uh, absolve you of all of the uh, you know mistakes. Let's say, if, I mean, assuming you, you the video uh, has mistakes, it may not. But it's it's not going to totally. Well, we don't over. make videos with no, mistakes, I, do we? I, I'm not saying this from personal experience. <laughs> this is I'm exercising empathy when I say when I describe this. <laughs> no, I you know it's it's just not gonna it's not gonna gloss over you know the the crappy parts of, of the video if if all you're thinking is well you know I'll just I'll just shoot something and then throw details on it it's it's not gonna work that way. I think well, to me the, uh, the number one determining factor for the length it's still you know where in the, your customer journey this video is going to be watched you know whether it's top of the funnel or at the very bottom you know uh you're not competing for the same type of attention and that's really what drives the, the length of the video well let's uh, finish with uh i guess one last question um and then wrap it up uh you know after that and that is you know we we talk about you know th this is a marketing video it has a very definitive purpose and as we talked about earlier on, it tends to convert a whole lot more, a better return on investment. What type of calls to actions actually work well with these type of videos? Is it Can you be a lot more direct or do you have to stay subtle? Well, I think it depends where, again, where it's uh, or how it's being shared. You know, if it's being, uh, let's say it's being sent through email. You know, you may have something that is already in the body of the email that is directing people, you know, to the next step, next uh, part of the funnel. And so your, your call to action may reinforce that, you know, like it's, it's all about, uh, you know, personalized video is great because it can really fit into, fit very snugly into, you know, whatever part of the, the funnel that you, you've put it in, uh, because you, you obviously know so much about your audience and, and you, you have their attention. So I think it really depends on, uh, on the, on what, uh, where you are in the funnel and where it's being hosted. Uh, but I, I would say in general, you have their attention and if they've, you know, they've made it to the end, they obviously are, are engaged. So make it specific. I mean, it, it would seem kind of odd to have a very personalized video and then just sort of a blah, you know, learn more type of thing. Like th this is where you've got them. So give them something very specific to do next. And uh, I think that that's in keeping with the, the attention to detail that you've obviously shown in creating the video. So 
you would want them to be equally detailed in their response. Well, I think that's a good good point to uh, to emphasize um, attention to detail, and um, so good good place to uh, to wrap up uh, this episode. We had a conversation with uh, the CEO of ThinkMojo, Jan Lohm, and uh, Director of Creative Content, Brendan Carty, on the secrets to making a good personalized video. And I want to remind everybody, go to the show notes because we're, we're going to have examples of uh, personalized videos as well as some great links on uh, Vidyard's uh, guide to making personalized videos, statistics on video conversions using personalized videos. So... For uh, Brendan and Jan and myself, I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter, get complete access to all the show notes by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. And remember, you can always listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. So for again, for Brendan, Jan, and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information. <laughs>